Hey, 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 guys, what's up? This is the Best You Nation, brought to you by your boys. My name is Adler, and this is my co-host, my friend, Finn Foster. What's going on, guys? Uh, Finn. Hey. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well, man. Um, it's a brand new week, brand new opportunity to be the best version of yourself. I'm super excited to be here with you, man. You know, as always, we have been growing. It's been a little slower pace this summer. Uh, I will say with the podcast, we've been diving into conversations. And I kind of, I feel like the reason why it's slowed down is because people are listening to our episodes and I want to just highlight the, the topics that we've had are way more confronting in a more positive way. And unfortunately, not everybody is in a ready season to embrace our topics of discussion. Um, one of the things that I've heard, someone had reached out to me on Instagram and had said, hey, I love what you're talking about. You guys are talking about deeper conversations. Um, while all that's going on, it, a lot of those are coming from people that I know that, are, that started listening from the beginning when we lived in Europe or sorry, that live in Europe that I know. Uh, and it's kind of crazy because like, yes, I feel like a lot of what we've been talking about recently has been more in your face, confronting maybe an insecurity or a personal walk of life that's kind of just been on a bookshelf on hold and we just don't know how to tackle the obstacle. And so like, I feel like in these last few weeks in the development of all of these episodes this season, especially we've really been hitting it on the head pretty well. Uh, I would, I would say that it has slowed down a little bit compared to last year during this time. Um, I also think that we were, uh, pandemic was a pandemic going on last year. I don't even know. It doesn't even matter. pandemic, whether it was, on or not, we, you know, we reached a milestone, listen month used to be last or last year july and this year we reached our milestone in may so which is really awesome so thank you to everybody out there every person who's listened to this podcast up to this very moment in the last three and a half years you guys make this podcast possible i know it's a lot of words a lot of jumble rumble but i just thought you know what just for those who are out there listening to the podcast, we want you to know, like, if this is your first time listening, this is your second time, or you've been listening since the start. Every episode is authentic, organic, original. We talk about things because I think that everybody has a different perspective on life and the way that we approach life. And so it can be intimidating when you hear an episode called about self-worth. Uh, someone reached out to me and said, hey, that's a pretty hard topic. I read, you know, I, I've listened to the few, first few minutes of your episode, and it just sounded like you guys are really diving into it. And that's exactly what we're doing. So enough of that, though. I, I just wanted to start off by just saying we are, we, are, we are trailblazing a little on the slow side this year, but I think it's because the topics that we're hitting, it's going to take a little bit more time for people to digest. And I think that is a great thing because – mental health has become really a big focus around like the world, especially with all of that's going on and us recovering from a worldwide pandemic that is now behind us. Thank God. And we can focus on today being better at being yourself. So. Well, and, and to your point, you know, um, the, the podcast 
Like, as far as, like, <clears throat> things slowing down, I don't necessarily think it's slowing down, per se. Like, yeah, there may not be, um, you know, maybe not the same number of, like, listeners, but I think that we're going uh, at a rapid pace, and we're actually having these conversations that a lot of a lot of us you know we typically think that we have those thoughts and this kind of creates a a a place a safe place where you know we can open up this type of discussion and for you to either continue the discussion in your own personal life or more importantly for you to be able to start addressing it so these are tough hard conversations that um we all these are thought processes that we all have and this is something that, you know, if we allow ourselves the opportunity to kind of like dive into it, you might learn something about yourself in the process. So um, uh, to your point, like this is, I prefer, um, at least me, I don't really particularly care about how many viewers, I just prefer knowing that it's the conversation that we're having is impactful. It's not just a conversation and just like, okay, well, we had a conversation, it's done and it's not valued. It's something that actually can produce food that can some good can come of it correct so um which kind of leads us into today's um topic of discussion um we we kind of went back and forth about this um during like the pre the pre um recording meeting and you know we usually kind of sit down and talk about like all right here's you know the the topic and this is what i was thinking and then after that, we turn on the camera and then we have our thought processes. And sometimes um, the stuff that we discuss off air never even makes it onto the recording. We end up going a completely different um, direction just because the light is now on and we're recording. But I, I appreciate it because it just allows us to be authentic and to kind of tackle uh, different subjects um, in the most uh, truthful raw bras form instead of having everything like pre-planned and all that stuff so i definitely uh value these type of conversations so the first thing is we were t discussing um trust you know because one of the virtues that most people value for any foundation of a relationship is some level of trust um and like, for example, I know no matter how crazy my week is or how crazy your week is, I trust that at some point we're going to find a, some time to sit down, have a conversation on the podcast and produce some content. I'm sorry. I don't know why my alarm is on for this, but it's uh, to produce content and to make sure that we're able to um you know, do what we've been doing and let's uh, provide like a forum where we can have tough conversations and everybody can hear it, everybody can learn from it and we can go from there, you know? So um, the conversation that we had was uh, trust versus belief. Right. And I believe, uh, I, I believe, no pun intended, that you have to have trust as the foundation, but 
belief is a level, and this is my own opinion, belief is a level just a little bit higher. Because you can trust the words that somebody says, but when you have a belief in that person, belief in who that person is, no matter what the task is that they're trying to accomplish, you're going to support it because you know and believe their work ethic. You believe in them. So like, I believe um, that uh, a lot of people that know us and listen to the podcast, they listen because, not because they trust us, but because they believe in us. They've actually had one-on-one conversations with us and they've had those um, those moments where it's like, okay, wow, you made a very good point. And we can sit there and have a candid conversation. We're not sitting here trying to fear monger or to try to impress. Like we talk about our own insecurities. We talk about our own um, like struggles. And, and, and that's something that, um, you know, as, as I get older, I am starting to understand the difference between belief and trust. And like, I'm not sure if that's something that you ever thought about prior to us, you know, having this conversation, but I know that trust is a big thing, especially for you, you know, considering that like, um, you were adopted. That's not, that's no secret. Everybody knows it. And you had to develop a a level of trust with your um, parents in order to, you know, learn to love them. Right. And that trust eventually grew into belief, a belief in them. I believe that no matter, like as a kid, I believe no matter what happens, that mom is going to cook food. No matter where we find the food, I just believe that they're going to find a way to feed me. I believe that they're going to find a way to keep a roof over my head. We have no way of proving that. We just believe in the people that we love. So to me, I, I believe that like there's that trust and then belief in somebody that's like a whole different level. It's it just a, a hair above trust, but you need trust in, in order to develop that belief. So my take on it and i appreciate you elaborating because i feel like people i think people don't understand and they get the two words twisted or maybe use in the wrong context so i want to just kind of come from a place of okay you mentioned my adoption right so being adopted nine very i would say seven out of ten of the person like seven out of ten kids that are adopted typically develop a trust uh, issue or a developmental trust problem that can linger into adulthood. And that kind of changes your perspective on who you can have or who who's in your life that's going to be supportive. So my only thing yeah. is that trust really kind of comes down to there's a requirement of an emotional and also a development of a relationship, right? So relationship, like creating that relationship between my mom and dad, right? So for some people, like, and we can use you and me, for example, you, your mom carried you for nine months, she birthed you, and she took care of you for nine months and going, right? But in the first nine months of your life, she spent time nursing you when you cried, she would feed you. That is that was blood to blood, like you had the woman who carried you take care of you until you were capable and able to fend for yourself, take care of yourself. So 
the difference is in my situation is now I still needed the same exact nourishment. I needed this, well, not exact, but my point is you, I needed nourishment. I needed to be fed. I needed to be changed. I needed the basics, right? I needed the basics of life to, to be able to grow and to develop and become, you know, a, a toddler and so forth. So the difference, the major difference is, is that I had to, well, when I was, you know, put up for adoption, I had my mom and dad, they came over and they adopted me, took me in as their own kid and raised me like their own kid. And they didn't birth me, right? So like, that's, that's a big thing. And that's a fact, it's, it, it's, that's, that's how adoption works. But I, as an infant, somehow, some shape or form and psychologically knew that there was a disconnect. And there was this uh, development of a trust issue going on because how can I trust that you are going to take care of me the way that maybe it should be taken care of or a child should be taken care of? And I obviously did not know because at eight, six, five, four, three months, you don't really know much at all besides, hey, I can cry. So when it comes to trust and coming to belief, I believe, again, that's pretty funny that we're using the word belief. I believe that the word trust in the context of any form of relationship or just anything in, in, in general, it's like it, it comes down to creating a connection with you. It's something tangible. It's something that you, you, um, it's like, it, it's like, it's like, I don't know. It's like, uh, why, why do people buy Apple products over a Montrola phone? Why would you buy? Because that you trust that Apple is consistent with the product that they have, right? So trust requires consistency, I guess, is another point that I'm trying to get at is there's consistency in trust. Belief really comes down to, um, it, it, it's, it's based off of an observation and it's also being able to understand that the person that's telling you something, that that is what it is. Right. So, so can we, can we, um, well, can we both agree that when you use the word belief, it's interchangeable with faith? Um, hmm. would you agree on that or no? I don't want to say that it's, I feel like faith is actually its own separate, separate situation because it's like you, it, it's like a Venn diagram. I feel like if you have belief and you have trust, faith is in the middle. It, it requires faith as part of the believing, yes, but it's also part of trusting. So on a Venn diagram, I would say faith falls right in the middle where that like, you know, in school, as they said, what's what the commonalities, I would say faith would fall more so in the middle. And yes, you do need faith to believe. I'm not denying that. That That is not by any means what I'm saying, but I don't think that faith leans in favors one or the other. I think it's more so it, it has its own entity to be foundational to belief. So um, like, okay, so this might be, a, this is a personal question to you. Like what makes you believe in, in God, right? I mean, that might be a pretty loaded question, but what makes you believe in God? You know, what, what for Adler, what is that? Um, well, 
So, and this is why I said, I, I think that you can use faith and belief interchangeably because even though I have never laid eyes upon my maker, our father in heaven, right? Mm -hmm. um, I believe that if I'm looking at my life and how things have transpired through the course of my life, I can see that there is a force that has been leading, guiding, and allowing me to get to the place where I'm at today. And I, I trust and believe that um, there is a maker um, and I can just go simply by stepping outside and looking at the beauty that's all around me, whether it be the trees, the, the sky, the sun. And I can see that there was, regardless of what anybody says, there is usually an architect before there is creation. Creation doesn't just, creation just doesn't happen. There has to be an architect that's like making it. So like meaning that if I go to an art gallery and I find a painting, the painting didn't paint itself. Right. Somebody did that painting. You know, when, in this is something that I, I always, um, like I don't struggle with, but I always like have these conversations every now and again with people that are non-believers. And, you know, I always just ask this, like, do you believe if we didn't have a creator, you, you have to take the intricacies of the human eye, right? The human eye has the ability to uh, take an image that is upside down and flip it. They has a way of the retinas, the retina and the iris have a way of when it's really sunny outside, when you walk out, it constricts. When it's dark, it opens up. So that way it allows you to see better. It naturally does that. You don't have to give it a command. You don't have to tell it to do it. It just does that. And so to me, understanding and seeing like what's physically around me, I have a belief that there is a creator. Right. And he did all those things in order for me to even experience it. So like, I never have seen or met, but I believe that there is a force, there is a power that is overwhelmingly guiding and leading me to every stage that I've been at in life. So would you say that that would be trusting the process? You trust because like trusting, Okay, here's my next question. Well, and this is, why, this is why I said to me, faith and belief are interchangeable. Okay. Because I believe in my uh, a creator, I believe in a maker, and I have faith that it exists, even though I don't have any quantifiable proof, like concrete that says, hey, this is from God. But I can see the, uh, things around me and acknowledge that yeah it, there is a creator for it like you, you you go to a fridge you open up a fridge its function is to keep things cold and stay plugged in 
who created that function? Like it wasn't, you can't just go to like grab like a cardboard box and be like, okay, this is going to be a fridge now. It has to be something that's been designed, created for a purpose. And like, that's just the way, that's just the way that I've, uh, I've always been able to interpret it and be able to take it in. And I have, I have faith knowing that my belief, um, whether or not other people believe in it or agree with it, I have faith in my belief and I, well, I don't really question it or deter from it because I know that, you know, even us meeting is a chance. It's a chance, you know, like you were born in a whole separate country. You were adopted by your parents. They moved you to Tampa. You had to leave Tampa to go to Apopka, go to get fired from Dillard or quit Dillard, sorry, quit Dillard's and then move to Apopka. And then me and you had to sit down and have a chance meeting. Right. And on my side, my parents, they were both born in Haiti. They were living in New York. There was a little voice that told my parents, hey, we can't raise our kid here in New York. We got to move them to Florida. Move me to Florida. I wasn't in a nursing degree at first. Switch over to a nursing degree. Eventually get a job in Apopka. Land and meet you and then sit down and have a conversation. There's a lot of things that had to happen in between that. That, yeah, people can... Um, instantly just say, oh, well, that's a chance encounter. That's a chance. It just happened. You know, it's unique. But if you really look at like the intricacies of both our stories, it's a very unlikely pairing. Like if there was, if we didn't meet the way that we met, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that we would have never got to this point. I agree. Well, and that was something I wanted to ask you. So like the question that I, or something that we always say, right? A lot of people say this and it's very cliche of a statement, but it's trust the process. So when I hear trust yeah. the process, it does, does not entail anything of believe in the process. It says trust the process. So I just wanted to more so, I'm going to throw my perspective on it. And I want to hear what you have to say about it. But when I hear trust the process, and the first thing that comes to mind it's kind of like saying home and house. When you hear the word home, you feel safe. You feel like that's your personal, that's your, that's your domain. And I feel like when you hear the word trust, there's more of a, of a connection created between one person to another person. Or uh, there's like, a, you know, there's a consistency. There is a, there's, a, there's a safe haven feel that comes with the word trust. Believing in somebody, right? Believing that this podcast is possible requires people to have some cognitive ability to say, hey, I believe in these people. It doesn't mean that they necessarily agree with us, but they can definitely bring forth the rational thought process to say this is a believable product, a believable podcast. So when I hear trust the process, right? I want to take this to the gym mindset for the gym gurus out there. When yeah. you say, hey, hey, man, trust the process, bro. Trust the process. You just you know, do the 16-week program. Make sure you take the protein shake three times a day. Make sure you eat a nice lean meal. Eat you a carb, carb you know, reduction. Make sure you're doing a calorie deficit per day fast if you need to. Trust the process, brother. 
Okay, so that all sounds great. It sounds good. It sounds believable. It sounds like what I want, right? So when I hear that, though, then I see people who go to the gym, or myself included at one point in time, you go to the gym, you're working out, and you lose the trust of the process because the process was told to me that if you do A, B, and C, here's the results. So do you lose belief in yourself when you stop trusting the process? And the reason I'm asking that is, is because no one ever says, hey, believe in the process. Trust the process because when you trust, there's no guarantee that the result that you want is going to be what you want. And I think that belief is the – there is – okay, I don't want to sound like I'm contraindicating what I'm saying here, but belief does require a certain degree of emotion, but it's the house versus the home. It's the house versus the home. You need the structure, right? You need the structure to have the enclosed area that you've made a connection, the domain. Like when I say, hey, come over to our house or come over to our home, what sounds better to you? Home is more welcoming. It's more like, hey, this is our domain versus, hey, come to the structure. Come to the building part of this. It doesn't sound right. If I say, come to the building, I'm thinking like we're, we're working at an office space or like in the office itself, the show. So the reason why I'm bringing all of this up is because when people say, let me trust the process, along the way, people stop believing in themselves. And that could be working out. That could be doing a dietary uh, plan. That could be the 75 heart challenge. That could be going through a divorce. That could be going through wedding planning. That could be going through nursing school, any collegial career that you choose, whatever it is, even yourself, mental health, personally. Trusting the process can be a bit misleading because people lose their own belief in themselves. So hmm. I'd like to hear what your, what your thoughts are on that. Like the whole trust the process and kind of like elaborate on that well, and see how that ties into yourself for your journey. Cause I know you've had a phenomenal journey in the gym and then the workout section of all of this, but yeah. did you, you believe in yourself, but there's a lot of people who don't believe in themselves. They lose that. They lose the belief. So, so Trusting the process. Um, if you really break it down to uh, its core, your trust is based off of if I do X, Y, and Z, this should equal this. That's what trust the process means. It's very simple. Like it's, it's not complicated, but belief like when you trust in yourself, what do they call that? It's called confidence. Wow, that took me that 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 went right over my head. Confidence is the byproduct of trusting in oneself. So meaning that no matter what my emotional state is today, tomorrow, or the next day, if I'm tired, if I'm energetic. If I don't want to do it, I'm going to get it done. I have that trust in myself. I'm going to get it done because I have done it before. And confidence is just really building off of a history 
of trusted actions. The actions that you've done over time has led to confidence. So I think that trust the process is super cliche. And I think that a lot of people say it, not really understanding what it actually means. But more importantly, trust in the process creates confidence. Now, belief, like that is a level past, like that's just another level of confidence. Like there's like, there's stage one of confidence, stage two, stage three, for example, right? But when you believe in yourself, right? And like, this is the best way I can break it down is I trust myself in the gym. I have confidence when I go in there, I know that I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Now, since I trust myself in that one specific area of my life, I'm now taking that same level of trust and I'm now transferring it to other areas of my life. So for example, becoming a nurse, I had no frame of reference or any context in order to believe that I would be successful as a nurse. But because I experienced success in one area, I started to develop this belief in myself and having that belief, it wasn't, there was no quantifiable, tangible thing that uh, I could do. The only thing that I, I could do was just work and continue working at it and having the absolute faith that my work over time would lead to some form of success. I don't know what it might be, might it, what it might entail. I just believe in myself overall that if I continue heading this direction, I can create something completely different. I, I didn't know exactly what it could be. I didn't ever expect for my life to be, to turn into like, I didn't ever expect for me to turn into a travel nurse ever. I always thought about, oh yeah, that would be cool. But I never knew that that would be something that I would be doing. But because of over time, like developing that trust and that confidence in myself, it's transferred from um, being able to be lose like, you know, what, 40, 42 pounds, drop 42 pounds, then to go to school for four years, come out with a, a college degree. And then now, like my, my goal it, uh, currently, especially with traveling, was to create generational wealth. That was my goal, simple and plain. I don't have any quantifiable way of saying, hey, this will work out. I just, at this point, I believe that I've done everything that I've, 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 I could do. And I have no experience in this specific area of life. But I believe that I will find a way to get it done because I've done it many times. So even though like I can sit there and I can have a conversation with a friend and say, Hey, um, I believe I'm going to, I believe in myself enough to take my money, my hard earned cash, the one that I'm saving up, I'm going to put it in rental properties. I'm going to put it in to, um, the stock market. I'm going to put it into um, cryptocurrency. I'm going to take this and then I'm going to put it over here. And it's like, well, what gives you that right Adler? What, what gives you that, that, that um, belief in yourself in order to you know confidently do that. To be honest with you, I'm I'm nervous about it just like everyone else. The only difference is, I know that 
what it took for me to get to this place. And I know that it's gonna, it's not deviating from what I already know about myself. It's just continuing to do what I've, I've been doing. And even though this is a field that I'm unfamiliar with, I don't have any experience at all, that trusted, the trusting the process and trusting in myself has now led to a belief that I can do and accomplish just about anything if I stick it, stick with it long enough. And so that to me is the main difference. They're very similar. And it's not like they're like opposite, opposite ends of the spectrum. They're both the same side of the coin. The only difference is like, there's more, um, I, I think there's like a, a level above trust because you can trust in yourself, but do you believe in yourself? This is why a lot of people don't ever go after their goals. This is why other people don't start their podcast. This is why other people don't, you know, go go to school for the thing that they want to go to school for, or start the company that they wanted to start the company, or even talk to the person that they've always wanted to talk to. People are scared. And once you start to develop that trust in yourself, you start to create a belief. That trust in one area now transfers to a belief in other areas. Mm. I like that. It's just, you know, I think that trust and belief is like a really, like they're so, so, so close. I actually like what you said about mm. they're like, they're on the same coin. They're just on the different sides of each other because they both are still part of one. Um, one, of the, one of the last things that I want to ask you, and I just want to hear what you have to say, because I know like for me, like I've, I've said this before, and the question is, do you trust me or do you believe me? And that, whether that's been said in one statement or, hey, do you trust me? Hey, do you trust me? You know, like, hey, do you trust me? Or do you believe what I'm saying? Do you believe me? However you want to look at it, it's, I'm sure each of us, including you and myself, have said that. And so the big question that it comes down to, or, you know, with those two questions, I kind of wanted to focus on what does that mean to you? What does that mean to me? And I want to start off by first of all saying that I think that when people say, do you trust me, right? This is the last, this is the last thing I want to say for the day. When people say, hey, yeah. do you trust me? What you're asking is, do you know my character? Do you know who I am? If you know me as Finn Foster and I tell you something, do you trust that what I am saying is truthful? And I think we actually talked about this off air. It's like, if, you, if I tell you I'm going to go out or if I say, hey, I'm going to talk about this podcast with so-and-so, right? Like, hey, I ran into a really, really uh, smart business person and I'm going to, do you trust that it's okay? That I, if you trust me that I'm going to share marketable and valuable information because you know who I am, you know what the type of character I am, like the person, the individual that I am as a person, as Finn Foster, you would say probably more than likely you would say yes because you trust my character. Now, the believe me part, right? Hey, do you believe me when I say that our podcast is the best? Of course, that's subjective because not everyone is going to agree. But if I told you, do, you, do you believe me that we've reached our highest, our highest milestone of how many listens in a month? I could just be rattling off a number to you. But do you believe me? Why do you believe me? Well, again, 
because what I'm telling you is fact, but it's also because it's coming from a place of this is what it is. And I think what happens is people get stuck and confused. I got to sneeze so bad and I'm trying really hard not to. Um, bless, bless you. Yeah, See, I'm it's, saying it's already it now. gone. Now you're not, not going to sneeze. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to sneeze. It, it comes down to, for me at least, when you say, do you believe me or do you trust me? Is that, again, there's the character aspect of it. And then there is the, uh, are you accepting the fact that what I am saying is worthy, has value? And I think that's where people get caught up is that, do you trust me? Do you believe in me? And it goes to this, it's at least for me, again, and I love that we can come together and have this conversation because I don't think that one of us has more knowledge of it. I think we both have our own experience with trust and belief and bringing together yeah. all of it into one conversation gives people a larger variety to pick from as to how they want to approach belief and trust. I struggle with trust. You know, I struggled for many, 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 many years on how to trust my parents, how to trust the process as far as building a confidence that we talked about earlier. And then now looking at where we are in this very moment with this podcast, like, if, if you would have asked me, if you would have asked me like five years ago, do you trust that you can put all this together and create a podcast? I probably would have told you no, because I wasn't confident enough then. But like at the end of the day, I'm realizing that as we've grown and as we continue to find ways to talk about things, I feel like we are developing that trust and that connection and consistency with people that is also triggering people to believe in what we're doing because it's like buying it. I buy an iPhone, right? Because I trust that Apple products work reliably. They live up to what they say and, you know, they, they are consistent with their product marketing. And you know what? I'm okay with buying an iPhone. Some people would say, ah, oh, dude, why you buy an iPhone? Get a Samsung. I get it. I understand. But why do you buy the iPhone or the Samsung, the Samsung phone? Because you trust Samsung's products over Apple products. So, well, let me, let me clarify. At this point, because of the love that you have for Apple, right? You've had that trust for years. Now you can blindly say, no matter what they come out with, you believe in the product, even if you haven't seen it, even if you haven't heard of it. Like they came out with these new like virtual reality glasses that just recently came out. I don't like those. That I don't. Now, hey, it might be no. a productive tool for somebody, but I personally will not use those. I feel like you'll be more, I'm sorry to cut you off. I'd be less present in real time and then with what yep. it's actually, you know, if I have to, if I have to eliminate my TV because I'm going to put on these glasses, which look, that's great that that's they created that. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, right? Um, you said that you won't you don't want to use them, right? Now, what if? Obviously, everyone's going to use it for whatever they're going to use it for, and I believe, I believe that the people that are actual true fans of Apple, they're gonna they're gonna go with it. They're I'm less of a fan now. And the reason why I say that is because you're looking at it for potentially one capability. You're like, oh well, it doesn't allow you to be present, it doesn't allow you yada yada yada. Completely understand. I get it. But now 
the scenario that um, uh, one of the, um, I guess, producers came up with, he said, think of like having a tumor in your spine and it's in your spine and it's really hard to get to, it's blocked off by the kidneys. You can take that VR headset, put it on, and then now see the inside, the internal organs of your patient. And you can move and tweak and have a better understanding of where this tumor is now located. And this can be a doctor that is all the way in Germany treating a patient that's here in the United States. So now I understand your reservation of like, oh, I want to be more president, stuff like that. But now if you hear that you have a rare form of cancer and you have a tumor and the only person that can save your life is halfway across the planet. And they said, hey, you know what? If you, if you believe in the product enough, let me use this virtual reality um, headset. And now I'm going to use this tool to help change and save your life. Do you have enough faith in the product that at that point to be like, yeah, I'm going to do this. That's situational. So yes, I mean, I understand, yeah. but it's, it's an actual program that's, that's actually made in the, it's, 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 there's a function specifically for that. Like it's, it's there. It's, I'm not like, you're I'm not, not just making it up. Like I, that's to me, like I, I obviously. I think that, do, okay. Do that. So I think that for every, with anything that's like that, I feel like, you know, it's like, why do people believe in Buddha or why do people believe in Muhammad or why do people believe in, you know, God? It's, I think that everybody has a different approach, but they still believe. It's just that for each person, it's a different approach. And so like for me, I would say that, yes, it takes away the presence of being with people that you love and spending time. And it, it, it's taking away from the reality that we have. Like, okay, I don't want to live in a virtual world. Now, this is a whole nother conversation for an entirely different topic of the day. But just to kind of just yeah. pick around it, it's more so like I completely understand. If I was the person that, and God forbid, I wouldn't wish this upon anybody, but I know cancer is more prominently happening, uh, unfortunately. Sure. I would be like, yes, of course. So it would go against what I was saying today. If this was 10 years down the road and, and like, I wouldn't want to wish this upon myself or anybody else, my children will someday, none of that. But if that was the case, I think that my perception of it would be different because now you're using it as a tool and a resource instead of trying to eliminate the, the, the fact that we have nature and we have TV that we can hit a button with. Now you can like, I'm not trying to turn this into a virtual reality debate or anything like that. Oh, That's no, no. not where I want to do it. I just more so just want to highlight the, that. The belief in the product. You can believe in the product and say, all right, hey, this is, a, it's obviously situational. I gave you an example. But if that was the circumstances that you found yourself in, then I know that you would give yourself the best shot possible. And if it meant that somebody had to use a VR headset to like scan your body and then go in and take a closer look where you can be face to face right there, looking at everything, moving it around and being like, okay, it's right over here. We'll come in through the left side and then we can do a small slit. Like now at that point, you're thinking to yourself, okay, like 
what if there was a, a, a in, let's, um, I guess that we could take it to a step further. And I'm actually, I'm going to share you, share with you a, a, um, an actual story that's true. Um, and I had a cousin that passed away from leukemia. His name's Nardell. Um, Nardell was 22, maybe 22, 23 years old when he passed. And he had leukemia the first time. He fought it with chemotherapy. He went to remission and he was okay for a little bit, but inevitably the cancer did come back. Now, he did his own independent research. He looked up and he convinced my my mom, his mom and dad, all his aunts and uncles, all of us, the cousins. He's like, look, either way, if I don't do something, I'm going to die. So I'm going to give, I've done research. I want to try to get a um, transplant because I believe that this is my best shot. I don't have any quantifiable proof. I don't have anything that can guarantee the outcome, but I believe that this is my best shot. There's nothing else that we can do. And he goes through with the transfusion or um, the procedure. And unfortunately, it while it did give, it did prolong his life for a little bit, and unfortunately, eventually he uh, ended up rejecting the um, the whole entire procedure, and he ended up passing. It's very sad. It's very it's it's a very tough situation to be in, but he believed that this was his best shot, and because he had that belief, he said, "No matter if I sink or swim, I'm going to go." with this decision, go this route. And I think that is the biggest difference of all. You trust the technology, you trust the research, but belief is not necessarily knowing how things will end, not knowing if you will be successful, not knowing if you're gonna fall flat on your face and experience failure and still going out and doing it anyway. Having that faith that this is your best shot, your best opportunity, even though there's not enough quantifiable data to support it, but you have an understanding knowing that this is the best it's gonna get. And we just have to leave it right there, man. I feel like that was a fantastic, fantastic and empowering way to end this episode just because you nailed it, man. You nailed the fact that trust and belief, you can you can trust all you want, but if you don't have the belief part, it can be very, it can be very difficult to do anything. And it's kind of like a home in the house. You can't have yeah. a home if you don't have the structure to call a place home. Because I feel like home is a within part. So you can have... They're virtually the same they thing, are, yes. but there's 
There's just levels to it. That's all. Correct. And uh, the whole reason why I even had like this, this topic was something that I thought of was just because, uh, you know, um, we as human beings sometimes like, you know, we, we believe or we have trust and we give our trust to the wrong people. And when you believe in somebody, whether it's, it's merited or not, you, there's, there's no quantifiable data. Trust is usually um, based off of a series of events that have happened in the past that give you reason to believe that, okay, I can trust this person. Right. Belief in that person is even though there is no proof, I don't, I don't think this person has an expertise in this, but I'm willing to take that leap of faith because this person's attached to it. That's a whole different level. That's a whole different level in terms of conviction. Right. Yeah, man. I feel like that is, I have nothing else to add. I think that, that you, you nailed it, man. You nailed it because it just, it, it, it's making me sit here and think, damn, that's like insane. That even though it's, like you said, relatively the same thing, it's one is more superficial than the other. And you need both. It's like, you can't just, oh, yeah. you need to have you need both. To have- any it's like, friendship or it's like the left it's like the left right brain they're virtually different but they're both needed to make the brain there's different yeah. pieces that are needed but yeah. well dude it's been a it's been a good 49 minutes i i think that yeah. one thing that i want to say before we go um for anybody out there who's listening to our podcast has been listening to our podcast and will find our podcast in a time capsule in 2093 just kidding um but i'm not kidding because i do believe that one day this podcast will be in a in a much different era uh i feel like you know we have been doing a lot of work to elevate this podcast between you working us being both in our own personal relationship with uh our women our woman woman singular sorry even though we're talking plurally here um we each have this relationship that we're, we, you and i both have somebody that we are we love and that we spend time with and we're growing with so sometimes it gets busy you know like i think people really always ask people have asked me like how do you do your podcast balancing all this stuff and it's like you know the difference between where where we were in the beginning is we were we were less seasoned so for us, instead of it just being like, what do we do? What do we do? And it's spending hours trying to figure out how we to approach the podcast. We could do a 30-minute session, a 50-minute session, no session at all sometimes, and revisit the following week. I want to say for anybody who's listened to this podcast up to this very moment, thank you for being supportive and believing in what we're talking about and trusting the pro- like trusting our process and, and, and the fact that we – we're not globally like, well, we are actually global. I shouldn't say we're not global. We are global, but we're not, we're not at Joe Rogan's level. You know, we're not there yet. And keyword yeah. yet, but he also started off like us. Any podcaster that's made it started off somewhere and they had enough people who trusted them and believed in them and that they got to where they are today. And our momentum, it's a slow rolling momentum, but the momentum is happening because we are here every single week for the most part. I think we've only missed one or two episodes, 
uh, due to family or health or something like that of that nature. And I believe in what we're doing. Like the best you nation, it has its way of tackling so many different topics. We talk about so many different things and in itself, believing that something like this can change and help people grow, overcome, break through and getting those comments once in a while, just hearing it from people is like so inspiring to us. And at least for me, I know because sometimes it gets through our shared Instagram account, the best you nation. And it's great. And even the silent people out there who don't comment or post or like or anything like that, we know that you're out there because we see, we see how many people are listening to our show monthly. We listen to you guys and hear you guys and see it. And we appreciate it. So that's all I got for now. Uh, besides following us, following us on our Instagram handles, uh, myself, the Finn Foster, you have Adler at 24 hours a day. And as you know, he always yep. says, I have a TikTok as long as it's still around. Congress hasn't changed any rules. So hasn't changed any rules yet. No, so not yet. Still 24 hours in a day is Adler's platform. You know, he believed in something himself and taking care of himself and he made it happen. And now he's made it. He's had a platform for several years that now is helping other people find that same uh, belief and, tr and trust and confidence again. So if there's anything else, Adler, that you want to add on, this is all I got. Uh, no, no. I, um, the only thing I got to say is thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of the family, the best you nation. And, um, you know, we look forward to giving you um, more relatable content just like this in the upcoming weeks and the week after that and the week after that. And as long as there's air in our lungs, we will continue doing exactly what we're doing. So tune in every Monday um, or every week. Um, we have new episodes every Monday available on Spotify, YouTube, um, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can find a podcast, we're there. And a, a large a, a large part of why we're in all those places is we had faith in ourselves very, very early on. and it allowed us to be on all these platforms. Had we waited six months later, we probably wouldn't have made it. But um, it just is a testament of the, the work that you put in and you just constantly put it in, regardless of if people are validating you or not, you just do it. You do it because you know that what you're doing is impactful. It means something. That's right. So we appreciate you. We love you. Have a blessed week. Stay safe. Go out and be great. That's right. Take care.